Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Stompcast with me, Dr. Alex George. This is the podcast where I go for a walk with a guest to take a little wander into their life. This week, it's Christmas. This episode is being released on Christmas Day, so Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. Although this is a happy time for many, this year can be difficult. Whether you're feeling particularly lonely or you're going home to a difficult situation, it can be tough. So this week, I'm stomping with Katie Thistleton, who I think will be perfect to talk to on either side of that coin. You may know Katie best from presenting on BBC Radio 1, including Life Hacks, which she co-hosts with Vic Hope. But Katie is also an incredible advocate for young people's mental health, especially in her role as an ambassador for Place to Be and Young Minds. On top of her broadcasting, Katie is also training to become a counsellor. So I'm really looking forward to talking to her about how we can deal with the complex nature of the holiday season. I personally would like to say as well that I've really enjoyed getting to know Katie over the years and honestly, she is a breath of fresh air in this space. You're going to really enjoy this one. Let's delve into what it's like to enjoy Christmas, but also what it's like to go through difficult times and how you can manage that. I'm also really intrigued to hear about how Katie manages her mental health when hearing difficult things, both as a counsellor, but also making documentaries such as the one she did around the Manchester Arena bombing. This is going to be a great episode. Well, thank you for joining me on the on the Stompcast. Um, I was saying to the um, the girls before, I've been looking forward to having you on because I feel like we've intersected at times, and you've you've, you've been kind enough to have me on life hacks and things, and we've kind of you, you do a huge amount of work in the charity space as well, place to be young minds uh, and so on. Um, and so yeah, I've really enjoyed like our interactions. Yeah, over the me years. too. It's been I've nice really to cross paths you. with you so much. I mean, we love having you on life hacks. You must come yeah, back. Thank you. I do. I do enjoy, and I think it's such a brilliant premise actually because um, it's really mainstream in terms of you're reaching a lot of people but you do actually talk about a lot of topics that perhaps people are afraid to cover sometimes mental health and stigma being kind of one of them how do you kind of how do you find it kind of talking about things that sometimes people think oh I don't know it's very comfortable to talk on it and you are kind of literally talking live to a couple of people, you know. Yeah, yeah just a couple. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just a couple listeners. Yeah, just a couple. Um, do you know what? I I feel like once you start, it's like it's like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. And like, there's nothing now that I won't talk about Especially on the radio. Onion, I like the onion Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like the cheese onion ones. Onions, you never yeah, get yeah, them yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So when you get them, they're a rare find. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think. I mean, I. I've always sort of suffered with anxiety and, and then depression a few if I started with that probably about sort of 10 years ago the first time and um, I'd never really spoken about it and then I did an interview with Young Minds actually when I became an ambassador for them and I wrote like a blog about my experience and it was like once I'd done that I was just like oh I can just talk about this now you know you just sort of like break down a boundary and and because of that, it's just become the same as I'm sure it has for you, such a normal part of my life, you know, every bit of work I do to talk so openly about mental health that I'm just like, any topic, let's do it. I mean, obviously, the show used to be 
on a Wednesday night. I mean, you'll mm. remember the surgery. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure you grew course. up listening to it as I of did. Course, yeah. um, it was on a Sunday night and it was, you know, a presenter yeah. with a doctor, yeah. um, Dr. Rada mostly, he's yeah. brilliant. And it would be an we advice show. Yeah, she's amazing. And then it moved to a Wednesday and that's when I sort of took over it. And it was a late night, so you could talk about sex and stuff a little bit more. And actually we did a lot of like STI chat back mm. then because people loved it. You know, yeah. people love to tune into the radio people and hear someone talking STI about uh, something on their whatever. penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. it's great radio, of course. But actually there was a change. <laughs> there was a transition where you could Google that stuff mm. and you didn't need the radio for mm. that anymore. And That's people, a really interesting point. I hadn't thought of that, but I yeah, guess so. Yeah, just whacking into Google. People really... Or TikTok now, people search Well, exactly. Up, yeah. Which is kind of... That's a whole discussion. It is, own, definitely. Yeah. That's another episode. But you didn't need to listen to radio and text into a radio station for that stuff anymore. And what we realised people did need to talk about was the emotional stuff, the mental mm. stuff that you can't find the answers That's to bad. on Google. You know, those answers aren't there in the same way. So it changed and then my boss wanted to move it to a Sunday afternoon, mm. sort of more prime time because mm. we wanted to sort of sneak that chat into mm. people's day. So we've got all the banging tunes, yeah. we've got the chat and then we're like, oh, by the way, depression. Yeah. And I love that about it because we catch another audience mm. that might not tune into the surgery, but need that chat, yeah. you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I should say as well, it, this is, this is, well, we're, we're spending Christmas Day together. Oh, this is, you know, this, is this is, this is a Merry Christmas. I just uh, have to salute that magpie because I am superstitious. My dad and mum always do that. Yeah, do, I've do got it do, from I've, got, I asked, I've asked this to people before. If you're superstitious, do you choose your superstitions? Do you ignore some yeah, and choose others? absolutely. I've just got ones that I've adopted from my mum, which yeah, she got from my enough. nan, and it's nonsense. So you believe that some are real and some aren't, basically? I don't think I really believe it, but you just yeah. don't, there's no point Once risking it. Once you started it, it yeah. What's I know. The point risking it, you know, it's just a quick that's salute. Mom, that's what my mum said. I might as like, well salute that it. magpie, and then hopefully I'll have a good day. You know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> I mean, listen, it is Christmas, so Merry Christmas to, Merry to all Christmas. of you. And I think you're an absolute perfect guest to talk to uh, on Christmas Day for a multitude of, of, of reasons. Yeah. Do you do you like Christmas? Oh, I love it. I am Christmas obsessed. I'm one of those awful people, Alex, that loves this time of year more than summer. Really? Do you do sw- do, yeah, do you I, like kind of look forward to more? I would happily have this time of year all year round. But then you wouldn't appreciate it, would you? But I get the opposite of sad. Okay. I get the opposite of seasonal affective disorder. Okay. I'm like anxious and stressed in summer. So happy this time of year. I love That's it. really interesting. What, why? Why is that? Why do you like this time of year so much? I guess. I think probably if you if you had kind of like a happy childhood, which I was lucky enough to have, where you had lovely Christmases, then there's there's that connection. But actually, I think a lot of it's wrapped up with um, we've discussed this on life hacks. In the summer, I feel quite anxious because you're sort of expected to be doing stuff. Mm. Whereas this time of year, it feels like you can just sort of hunker down and be cosy. And it's like the pressure's taken Mm. off people in a weird way, in some ways. And also, I have a lot of issues with body image and gaining weight. And in the summer, that stresses me out. And in winter, I'm like, winter clothes, get me in them, you know? It feels like there's, I guess, that seasonal perspective of kind of your, if you follow that kind of cyclical pattern it's kind of going to ground isn't it in autumn and like um you know becoming back fresh and anew in spring it's like that following like there's almost like a a, a, not even a permission but there's a feeling that that's what we should be doing right now and therefore it doesn't feel wrong to follow that pattern you know in spring and summer it feels like oh i need to be you know out and like every day that's sunny i should be living my best life i should be living my best life exactly yeah i should be doing all these amazing things that everyone looks like they're doing on social media and Mm. and i just really feel in winter that you can you know the stuff that everyone can do is celebrated Mm. you know which is sitting in front of your telly with a candle lit of course 
you know, people hate this time of year for very good reasons though, which I totally appreciate. And we get a lot yeah. of that on life hacks. We get a lot of people who really struggle with this time of year. Yeah, that's what I was going to kind of come on to is just kind of like looking at it both sides. So let's start on, let's stick on the side of the coin that we're on at the moment. I mean, you said childhood for you was, was, a, was, a, was a good childhood. Mm -hmm. I mean, what did Christmas look like for you and what are your kind of memories looking back of Christmas time? Yeah, just very happy, uh, very happy sort of family times and, you know, opening nice presents and spending time together. I'm from a really big family, so my mum's one of nine, um, my dad's one of seven and uh, I've got an older brother and That's sister. big family. Big family, yeah. <laughs> so lots of aunties and uncles, but also... Lots of turkey. Yeah, a lot of turkey. I am the baby in the family um, slash afterthought who was born 18 years after my mum and dad had my brother and sister. So oh, my brother really? and sister are a lot yeah. older than me. And so they've got grown up children so who are more my age. Were you spoiled? Were you spoiled? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we're coming yeah. to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of presents. Um, so yeah, I have a massive family and I've grown up with my nieces and nephews almost like siblings. So yeah, just lovely times together. Yeah, so it's kind of Christmas. Do you, if I was, if I said like Christmas, what kind of words come to your, to your mind that surround that time? Like what pops to your head? Mm, probably like cozy family, food, just sort of sitting in front of the telly, getting the Christmas songs on. You know, we have a, I actually have done this year for, for music. I did a, um, you know, one of those compilation shows mm, yeah. of Christmas songs. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, this is my dream. And I think they were quite surprised at for music when I was like, no, no, let me tell you, this is, I don't care about anything else to do in my career. This is my dream. Because we sit on sort of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day with the music channels on and watch oh, all the Christmas that's awesome. videos. That's like one of our traditions, you know? What's your, what did you choose then? Or what's your favorite kind of Christmas Do you know what? Song? One of my favorites is Wizard. Yes. Which it could be Christmas every day. But yeah. do you know what's great yeah, about that video? one of my favorites. Actually, watch yeah. it today. If anyone sees that video today, which you're likely to, at the end, is it Roy Wood, who's the lead singer of Wizard? He stops singing, he stops miming and starts chatting to one of the kids. And it's my favourite thing about the video. <laughs> but so his good. voice is still going. That's so good. I love That's it. So... I, I think it. My, my favourite would have to be Bing Crosby, though. I think, oh, uh, you know, his, his voice is so amazing. We used to have a bit of fun at school. We'd try and like recreate a Christmas choir amongst like <laughs> a few of the six formers. And like this was an unofficial Christmas choir, an elected <laughs> Christmas choir. And we just practiced certain songs. And eventually the head teacher would come in and be like, like we'd do it in the sixth form lounge, um, which sounds very uh, nice and stuff. It, it wasn't such a fancy land, <laughs> but uh, it was just quite funny. We do it, and uh, eventually someone will come in and be like, "Can you just stop? You're actually like destroying Christmas for me because you're so <laughs> none of you are in tune." Oh, that, that reminds but... me of I didn't get into recorder club, so I just started my own at school. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's interesting hearing kind of the words that come to your mind. And I, I guess I'd like you to put your life hacks hat on 
for a moment. We'll take off your, your Christmas hat, <laughs> put the life hacks one on. And I just want, wanted you perhaps to just think about some of the things that you've heard at that time, because some people do really love Christmas. And if you're joining us today, first of all, I feel really pretty honoured. I think it's, it's amazing. Thank you for joining us on, on, on Christmas Day or whenever you're listening to this episode. And some people really do love Christmas, but other people find it really hard or mm. actually in truth, which I think probably is where I am, it's, it's a bit of both. A bit of both, I yeah. love it and I hate it at the same time. I hate yeah. is the wrong word, but I love it and find it hard at the same time. Yeah. So I just wonder the kind of things that you've heard because people listening might think, well, actually, I do find it difficult. I think it's, it can be um, an incredibly difficult time. And I sort of live in this um stage now where i'm enjoying it and i'm thinking one day i won't because one day i'll lose people close to me and then christmas won't be the same and that has happened to so many people i know that's happened to you and it's happened to you know it's going to happen to us all at some stage and that completely changes what christmas is and i think that's one of the main things it really it's just so amplified grief at christmas everything's about families everything's about couples so if you've lost someone or you've had a breakup or you're single and you're not happy being single it's just all so amplified and so for the reasons that you might love it if all that stuff's going well for you it just becomes incredibly hard if it isn't there's just something about that time of year so i really think it's like marmite and i completely understand why people don't like it i mean i'm not working christmas day i'm not working today on radio one this year but for quite a few years I have done a live show on Christmas Day and I really enjoy doing that because I think it's so important. I think you need somebody there if you're on your own. Mm. And if that's a radio DJ that's live and you can text them and they can mm. read out your message and you can feel like not alone, I think it's so important to kind of have those lifelines, mm. you know, have podcasts like this, have radio stations, mm. have, you know, that people can connect with if they're feeling it. it is interesting because um, if you look at like what people search for on kind of Christmas Day, of course people maybe are looking for Christmas movies and things on the TV, but also there's a huge demand for people to kind of hear from others who don't find it really? as easy to find that, that sense of comfort. Um, you know, and, and I think it probably yeah it probably makes sense. I mean, I throw back to when I was working. I've worked a few Christmases. I worked uh, uh, I was working at Lewisham's doing nights over Christmas. Um, this is a good couple of years ago now, and it was absolutely horrendous. Anyone that thinks that Christmas is quiet in A&E, uh, well, you've not done a Christmas yeah. in A&E is probably the <laughs> most honest way I can put it. It's really, really busy. Um, and yeah, you're often on a stripped back team, just really tough. And did nights over, over Christmas and it was a terrible, they were terrible shifts at that time. Oh. I was doing like seven in the evening to five in the morning. Oh. So you're finishing at the weirdest time. Yeah. And I had to try and get home at five. So I'd get on my bicycle and cycle home because I didn't come Santa's sleep until... There. Yeah, just not, not a great not a great shift. But anyway, um, it, it, what I found a great deal of comfort because it was away from my, my, all my family in Wales, so I was just, it was just me, literally. Yeah. I found a lot of comfort um, in two things. First of all was when I was on shift, actually, the camaraderie being surrounded by everyone else. We made the most of it in a yeah. and you felt like there was a real family unit there. But yeah, secondly, radio. So when, mm. I was, when I got home, I slept, and then I woke up, and I had that in-between weird time where you're kind of like, I, I don't really want to sleep anymore, but I kind of need to just chill. I'd put the radio on and it obviously, well, I hope, hopefully as much of it was live as possible, but you know, just a feeling that you're hearing people like, okay, I feel grounded. Yeah. I don't know what it is, that kind of, that voice through radio that really provides, um, you know, so much comfort. And if you are experiencing that kind of 
empty chair effect as I like to call it I guess yeah, or people call yeah, it you know that feeling of like okay like oh we sit down but so grandma isn't here or I'm missing yeah. we're missing people here then sometimes having that comfort of hearing a voice and yeah. I think it's something about radio that provides so much comfort I mean what you know you've you've kind of you've done tv and radio and, and, and a mixture of things and well, why is it that radio does provide people so much comfort? Like, if you look at the things you've done with life hacks and so on, your experience in that of the years, why do people find it so comforting, especially at times, at Christmas, at times like Christmas? Do you know, I rack my brains about this because I'm often trying to come up with the reason why I prefer radio to mm. TV. Mm. And I think it's because you do have that direct connection with the DJ, the presenter. So... I think perhaps the fact that they're just speaking and they're not kind of in vision and you've not got all of the, the glitz and glamour and all the visual things going on screen means you focus on what they're saying. But also, if it's live radio, you can literally send a text and they'll read it out. Or even if you don't send a text, they're reading out a text from somebody else or they're reflecting what's going on in that moment. You know, they're, they're live and living and <laughs> speaking to you in that moment that you're in. And I think when you watch TV, it's like I'll do sort of like morning live and we might read out a few comments and questions from people at the end, but it's very quick, you know, TV's like very quick, read that question, ask the doctor the question, right on to the next thing. That connection isn't there in the same way. TV, you're almost watching other people having a good time, whereas mm. radio, you're having it with them. And it's kind of like the, I think there is a more, there's a, there is more space to let things breathe in radio. Like, yeah. you know, um, you know, they say, uh, you know, people like say Barack Obama and these kind of amazing public speakers it's, it's often not not always about what they say it's about how they let what they say sit and let mm. it breathe it's kind of like it, i think if they call it i don't quote me directly but something like the five second pause that brack does when he says something profound he says something and lets it breathe nice. and in tv everything's kind of chopped up into the smallest possible edits and if it's live it's very much like bam on to the next thing in radio it does feel like you just have an opportunity to just hold and sit with what you've said even if that might actually be that we you know we've, you've had a discussion about something then a song comes on yeah that song also allows the space for you to think about what's been said or just be in that moment more and i think that because i always think like why is radio so powerful yeah and that for me is part of it yeah it's just that you just feel a bit more like things that are said and done it's not like i'll go on to the next thing now it's like Let's sit with that for a moment. Yeah, I think you're Sinks on a really good thing there. And, and you know what? There's a reason it works. You know, still on Radio 1, we have millions of listeners. You know, video didn't kill the radio star as predicted, <laughs> did it? It's still, even now with everything we've got, with social media, with, you know, everything at our fingertips that we could watch that's visual, yeah. radio still still does so well. So well, people look at, look at podcasts and look at radio. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people, people love podcasts. They love radio like I, I like to put the radio on when I'm, I'm driving I like to listen to it like I said at certain times especially around I think Christmas and stuff putting putting on people really do lean on radio yeah it's a beautiful thing and I suspect suspect it's here to say isn't it I hope so anyway <laughs> my mortgage would like that uh, yeah. so hopefully so, so 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 Christmas time for anyone that's listening then and, and you know again you know it, there's a lot of people that are enjoying it and and love and love christmas but i suspect there's also a lot of people listening that perhaps find it difficult or perhaps don't even celebrate because there's a lot, obviously a huge community of people that don't celebrate christmas so and for them you know i've got friends who don't celebrate christmas and say you know it's an odd time because everything's closed they can't do yeah. their normal things and it's not so so it's a challenge for, for for different people i guess what would your advice be if you know it's difficult and we don't talk about the specific challenges that it is but 
Yeah, if you kind of from your life hacks experience, what what would you say to people if this isn't a time of year for celebration for you, or it's a difficult time for you? How how can you kind of get through those kind of days? I think it's okay to just go. This is just another day, and I know that's hard when everything on the telly, everything on the radio, like we said, you know, will be pointed towards this is Christmas Day. Gosh, it's gone tomorrow. It's so quickly. You know, I, I actually hate doing the radio on Boxing Day. I love doing it on Christmas Day. I hate it on Boxing Day because the playlist goes back to normal. No Christmas songs. And it feels very like an abrupt <laughs> end. It's like, right, fun's over. For you, it's the opposite effect. Yeah, yeah. But that's actually really comforting <laughs> yeah. if you're not yeah. enjoying today. Yeah. It will be over tomorrow. It'll come around next year. <laughs> you know, that is life. So this could just be any other Monday and do the things that help you feel better about whatever it is you're going through whether that's exercise you know whether that's reading a book watching your favorite shows getting in touch with the people that make you feel better i know some of that might be hard like you say things are short <laughs> um, people have got plans with their families and what have you but do whatever you need to do that day and switch the radio on you know there'll be there'll be a live radio presenter on one station at some point so find them text them and actually i think it's a really good time to maybe go to social media it might be hard to scroll through social media if you're going to be seeing photos of families and stuff and that's maybe something you don't want to see but it might be a good time to kind of type in you know people who don't enjoy Christmas mm. or try and find those communities because that's the thing I think is brilliant about social media there is a community for anything on so there true. for everything and there will be a community of people that you don't necessarily know who feel exactly the same as you today so it's, try fine, and find it's finding that. those people and I think also um, just to add to that I guess Having, you know, if you know that Christmas is going to be a challenging time, make sure you've got your kind of toolkit ready of like the things that yeah. are helpful to use. So that might be a tool that might include people that you're going to speak to, might be your favourite film or something you're going to do, perhaps plan to go for a long walk that day, you know, yeah. head out for a long walk, make yourself your favourite food, whatever that might be. Love a Christmas be, yeah. Day walk. Might be, yeah, yeah, exactly. So kind of building that together if you know that it's going to be a difficult time. Is it funny? The, the, the one that sometimes a Christmas can be really hard on Christmas Day, but I find that the New Year's bit is also a real mm. challenge. And, and it's changed in recent years because I really don't subscribe to the kind of New Year, New Me thing. I think it, reflection is great and I think it's a great time of year actually to do a little bit of reflection and plan ahead. But I think the kind of connotations of it being like, right, this is a new year, therefore I need to like scrap everything I've yeah. had, everything I've done, the old me's gone, goodbye. Yeah, I hate it. Is a terrible idea and I think it actually leaves you um, it leaves you really feeling quite lost, I think, and, and kind of, it's, I don't know, it's just, I, I, I found that really unhelpful in the past, but, you know, New Year's can be a challenge for, oh. for that reason, so I think just being a bit compassionate as well and thinking, I don't need to now kind of, you know, sign up to do 10 marathons this year. Nope. If, you know, if I'm not married with three kids, I've, I failed. I think, I think it's very much... Uh, being a little it's bit kinder. bizarre isn't it it's, we're a little bit the same with our birthdays mm. i think you know like we pile a lot on and we go another year but actually it's just another day you know yeah, it was also, it's also so another year tomorrow it's also another year the next day but we we pile a lot on those and actually even though i love christmas i don't really like new year mm. <laughs> and really no i don't because it's always made me feel a bit weird new year's mm. eve and i think it must be because of that it's that pressure it's that reflection that's forced upon you to think about the year that's been which might have been a hard year and to think about where you're up to in your life and it's just another day and nothing needs to change so i think you know unsubscribe from all that nonsense if it's not helpful to you it might be really helpful i sometimes think it's really nice to have that fresh start feeling that you have in autumn that we were talking about but if it's not helpful to you unsubscribe it can just be another day and you can get your toolkit out and you can do what you do on any other monday 
of the year. Absolutely. Well, on that note, if you're unsubscribing from the New Year's pressures, you can always subscribe to <laughs> Very the Stompcast. Good. You see what I've done That's there. Really Charlie, good. you didn't even put that in the notes. Yeah, no, I like that. I've got notes in my hand. I just, just, just dropped that in there. <laughs> um, we'll see you all in, um, in part two, guys. Thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, happy Christmas. And if it's not a good day for you, then we're here for you and it'll be okay. It'll be over soon. We'll see you in part two. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>